Hey there, Michael here. A couple announcements. First, episode 60 of Where We Go Next will be coming out next Tuesday, September 6th. I'll be speaking with writer Steve Hendricks about his new book, The Oldest Cure in the World, Adventures in the Art and Science of Fasting. It's a deep dive on the topic, and you're absolutely going to learn something new. I certainly did. Second, I have a few questions for you. Like, what's your price to feel uncomfortably full after every meal, regardless of how much you ate? Or, what's your price to never wear any footwear again, except for rollerblades? Or, what's your price to live in and never, ever leave the state of Idaho? Now, you may be wondering why I'm posing these ridiculous questions, and honestly, you're right to wonder. It's because this week I'm taking a break from my hosting duties here at Where We Go Next, and instead I'm a guest on a fun, frivolous, fantastically inventive podcast called Human Values. Each week, Lindsay and Aaron, who host the show, along with a special guest, quote, audit life's greatest hypotheticals, stick an MSRP on self-worth, and celebrate capitalism's unbridled potential, end quote. My episode goes live today, and if you want to check it out, there's a link you can follow in the show notes. Or simply search for Human Values in your podcast player. And if you want a short preview, you can listen to a clip from that episode right here, right now. What's your price to immediately turn 90 and start aging backward like Benjamin Button? Such a good movie. Have you seen the movie Benjamin Button? I have. And if I were aging backwards like Benjamin Button, um, hypothetically, would I age backwards and age and look like Brad Pitt in this scenario? Because that could probably bring the price down a little bit. So I think the rule is that mummy cash hands you the money and her Cajun curse kicks in and you turn 90 years old and now you're going to start going backwards. I think you're going to look like yourself at 90. You don't look like Brad Pitt. I'm sorry. <laughs> so I'll just look like a very, very old version of myself. I see. This is by far the most expensive one for me because the amount of inconvenience would be so high. I mean, it, it's like astronomically high amounts of inconvenience because like automatically, okay, if I'm 90, mummy cash hands me the money, I instantly turn 90, the weight of the cash breaks every bone in my hand because I'm 90. But uh, beyond that, I mean, my parents, you know, who are already caring for my grandmother, who's 92, would all of a sudden have to start also caring for me. And then by the time that they're pretty old, I'm also still old. I mean, I would have to wait over 50 years to be the age I am now. And then by the time I'm this age again, all of my friends who I have now are all like dead or 90. So I think it's um, just the amount of inconvenience and then obviously all the medical stuff I had to have to deal with. And then here's the, something I was wondering too, because I think in the Benjamin Button movie, like when he's like, looks like 13 or 14 on the outside, but he's really like in his 80s or something or 70s or 80s, he gets like mental degeneration. I think he gets like Alzheimer's or some kind of he mental de yeah. degeneration. Yeah. yeah. So that would be also awful being like a little 10 year old, but not being able to remember anything. I mean, uh, I mean, there'd be some golden years in the middle, just like in normal life, but the inconveniences, oh, those are brutal. I don't think it's guaranteed that you make it to zero mm. because if you start off at 90, who's to say that this isn't some cursed monkey paw kind of thing? Like maybe you're going to die at 70, like you, you know, you turn 90 and you get 30 years, but then like something happens to you. Like there's no guarantee. We did that's not in the question, right? We didn't see anything in there being like you turn 90 and you start aging backwards and you're guaranteed to live to zero. I see. You get a guaranteed 90 out of it. That wasn't in there, right? So I'm just thinking of some monkey paw thing of like, oh crap, you could only live 
I don't know, however many years you already have left now. It's not like I don't start as a baby. Like I'm not born again as a baby at 90. I'm I'm going to be me in a 90-year-old body already having lived all the life I've lived already. Yeah, well, that's right. Because if you turn 90, like right now, you take the money from mummy, the mummy money, <laughs> the mummy money, and the cash from cash, and you turn 90, there's a good chance maybe you're going to get like 90 more years out of your life. Maybe, but you could also, you know, you just don't know what could happen. You could still get hit by a car. You could have a stroke two years later, just like you're, you're a 90 year old now. Oh my God. Yeah. You got to really get a lot of good health care. Yeah. 24 hour around the clock medical care. I want multiple staff. You know, I want to be pampered. Yeah. Highest end. To me, it's like you want the best of every field. I want to have enough money that I can lure away the <laughs> the societal ramifications of this would be horrendous. But I, if I could lure away the best doctors in like every hospital, <laughs> actually, then I'd probably have like assassins coming for me. They'd be like, why did you take the top 10 doctors from Cedar sinai Oh, no. And I'd be like, well, I, I just want to make it to 80. That's all I'm trying to do. Lindsay, you've been pretty quiet. Are you fantasizing about finally fitting in with the elderly? Honestly, you know, I love a hot old, but I also love a hot young sometimes. Here's the thing for me. This derails life entirely. Current partners, current activities, current like current things that I enjoy would kind of go out the window. But I mean, also, 90 looks different for everybody. Some people at 90 are dancing around, going shopping for little shoes. Mel Brooks just wrote a book, right? He's 92. He just did the Audible book. 90 isn't the worst thing that could happen. And also, I'm assuming that this is a 90 that is like the ideal version of 90 years old where you've taken incredible care of yourself. Maybe in this scenario, you have eaten like a raw vegan diet and ran five miles a day. I'm screwed. This is the healthiest version of how a person could be. You're a Betty White 90. Ooh, we should have made that the question. You immediately turn Betty White 90. (laughs) let's do it where it's like you know you're still taking good care of yourself you're good you're mobile you're spry yeah yeah but also like as a woman i'm like is so that means then would i have to wait another Mm. 40 years to have a kid and if so then what what time like what does that look like that is a real wrench to throw into the situation And I'm saying that as a person that I'm not sure if having children is in my future or not. I just don't know. But it's something to consider. 100%. You would get to enjoy the grace of reverse menopause. Ooh. I mean, yeah. It's going to happen at some point regardless, right? Right. That would be you turn 90 and you get to look forward to it being in reverse. Yeah. Then you have like... You're living your best menopause life and then suddenly you have to like go through basically like a version of puberty kind of again. Wowza. Yeah. It's going to be one of those moments where it's like somewhere in like the 40 to 50 years from now range, you're just going to be going about your life and you're going to be like, when was the last time I had a hot flash? And then you're going to be like, wait a second. Then you go to the doctors and you're like, hey, (laughs) your menopause is over. You have reversed out of it. Yeah, weird. And that's when you get to go to people or your partner and be like, hey, I'm technically 70. I can get started now. I can get started. Let's have some kids. I'm 70 years old. Yeah. (laughs) It just seems really messy. I mean, I guess in a way it's not the worst thing because then when all the people in your life start aging, you can kind of take care of them, I guess, which is a nice thing. You'll be a little bit more spry and you can be of better service in that sense. Also, I think that like having a younger physical form with the wisdom of years 
there's perks to that. I think that could be really interesting. But then also like how frustrating that like everyone that looks like they're your same age is just some dumb dumb who's still learning the ropes. Yeah. It alienates you. You're ostracized automatically. It derails the course of your life. This is such a huge, overwhelming life overhaul. It seems not good. If I were turned into a 90-year-old Betty White, my amount might be a little less because that would be fun. But I agree with you. It would seem more like a curse than... <laughs> like, it's very monkey's paw. It's like, all right, I guess this is happening to me now. It's super cursy. Yeah, yeah. I wouldn't put it above mummy money to to do something like that. Yeah. It's a high one for me because it basically says like the life you had planned for yourself is now totally different. It's it's derailed. We might as well get a weed sponsor for today's episode because we are going to get high. <laughs> yeah. And we're really getting into the weeds of this question. <laughs> hey, Michael, I just want you to know I love a pity laugh. So thank you. <laughs> I'm going to say $450 million. I think that's reasonable. I'm going Billy. One Billy. You're Billy Goat? I'm Billy Goaton. I think mine would be yeah, right around there. I was hovering around 1.5, probably 1.5 Billy Goats. Wow. <laughs> Why have we never referred to these as Billy Goats? I don't know, but I really like it. <laughs> yeah, that's definitely canon in the MVU. Officially. Knowing Mommy Money, she would probably take that literally and, and turn me into a 90-year-old man and give me one and a half living Billy Goats. Michael, I don't know if you know you've done this, but you've changed Mummy Cash to Mummy Money. Oh. And I like it better. Oh, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm imagining that's her currency. Mm. Mummy Money is what Mummy Cash gives you. Or do you want to change it, Lindsay? Is it Mummy Money? I think both are really special, but Mummy Money feels <laughs> like it's it's musical. It's rhythmic. It has, it's percussive. I'm subconsciously drawn to alliteration, I, th- <laughs> I suppose. Do we want money, mummy, or mummy, money? Mummy, mummy, money, mummy. Ooh. A little mummy mo? It's like sugar daddy, but money, mummy. Ooh, she's the money mummy. Yeah, she's a sugar daddy, but she's the money mummy. All right. I mean, that's good. Just so you know, there's Michael, there's no way you would know this, and none of our listeners would know this either, but our producer, Rob, Lindsay and I call him pod daddy when we're working. <laughs> that's great. We rely on him for everything in our lives. You know, when Rob really just lays it down and calls the shots, we're like, yes, pod daddy. And <laughs> having a pod daddy and the counter side to that on the show is money mummy. So pod daddy and money mummy. I just think that that is my next tattoo. There we go. But Pod Daddy is with an I. It's not with an I. That's how you spell it. That's how I spell it. And I like my way. All right. Well, let's see what way our audience likes it. Yeah. So at the high is One Billy Goat by Mark. <laughs> so we give, <laughs> we give a spot for people to write down their explanation. Mark put $1 billion and in the box he wrote, quote, no explanation. <laughs> <laughs> I like, I like that, Mark. I love Mark. Live your best life and nobody needs to know why. Get it, Mark. <laughs> Mark, you're a real money mummy. Ooh, this is interesting. I don't know if I've ever seen a low this high. The low is $400,000. Wow. Yeah, this sounds like this sounds not fun. Yeah, that's a steal. I mean, that is $400,000. Yeah, I'm like, what, dude? I want to sit that person down and I, I want to have like a self-worth talk. Like $400,000 with with inflation, I mean, that, that money's going to evaporate. Yeah. I mean, I will say some people have like an old fetish where maybe like the, the thought of being old is like, mm, like maybe it's someone that like wants to spend their like mentally very like spry years as an old. As an old. You know, <laughs> I, it could be the same person who, who wanted to spend a year 
like writing an Elvish book for fans. Maybe they would just take all that time when they're old, you know, like take that 20 years between 90 and 70 and just really focus on that Elvish book. 30% of our audience said they would never do this. 65% of our audience put $4 million or more. Yep. And finally, we're going to stop at Kim. Presumably, this is Kim Kardashian, our most famous listener. I like to imagine it's my sister, Kim. <gasps> Hi, Kim. Kimmy, baby. Kim put 800 milskis and said, quote, so you just feel better and better every day and you totally rock your 20s with wisdom and self-awareness of your own hotness. Ooh, I'd want a lot of money to live a full life and pay for caregivers when I'm old and a baby. <laughs> Kim's got it figured out. Pretty good logic, honestly, to be like wise and and like with a young, hot body could be fun. Kim knows that at some point she will come back with perspective and have game. Speaking of game, Lindsay, can you grab a little controller and Joy stick it to the man with some hot takes on some hot words? I can. And it sounds a little something like this. What's your price to spend one year trapped in a zombie apocalypse video game like The Last of Us? You'll have infinite lives and can escape early if you finish the main campaign. Hey, thanks for listening all the way through. I really appreciate it. I guess the only thing left for you to do is listen to the whole thing on the Human Values Podcast.